Hello and welcome to another episode of Broke Bitch Anonymous. I am currently violently hungover. It is Sunday night and I went out last night because I wanted to and also because the guy that I like invited me. So, you know, I got ready in two seconds (laughs) and went to meet him, even though it was kind of last minute. I wasn't expecting to go out and I had the funniest night like I don't even know where to begin with this with this evening that I had yesterday, but I didn't get home till the sun was up. So that's one thing. Um, And I was out the whole time, like different spots, different after hours. One of the spots that I went to, one of the after hours packed, like could not get could not squish a finger in there. I only like not to be a snob, but I only go out out if I'm with some guys or something that have a section you know, some, something like that. I'm not just going to pop out alone and go to after hours if I don't have a section or a table, at least like we're not doing all that. So we had a section and I don't really know who I was all with. Like there was a bunch of guys there. They were, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who they were, but they were with the guy that I was with. So I was like, you know what? Cool. There were a bunch of girls. Uh, one of them was, <laughs> I'm not even I don't know I can't I don't expose people I'm not going to talk about the girls the first event we went to Jada Wada was hosting which was dope I met her we did a little video thing that was great um I told her about the podcast I would I'm manifesting to have her on as a guest so that will happen and then one of the other after hours spots we went to I'm sitting down in our section and beside me is fucking (laughs) Jim Jones like what it's like four in the morning mind you and I'm drunk as hell like I keep every time I go out with this man I drink too much um I need to I need to get it together but it's four in the morning I'm drunk as shit and I'm sitting next to Jim Jones what and I just started like laughing because I was like thought I was tripping I didn't think it like it makes no sense where it makes very little sense to me and I just I think I said to him like you're so New York how are you and how does it feel to be in Atlanta or some stupid shit we just started laughing I don't know but anyway it was a fun night I don't regret it I don't regret it and I'm gonna put out a conversation that I recorded with my good friend Mexico instead of recording a full solo episode because I have a lot that I want to get off my chest but I'd rather have my thoughts a little bit more screwed on straight before I, I attempt to do that so this episode we recorded last weekend And to be honest with you, I hesitated in putting it out because it's very raw. It's very unfiltered. And Mexico and I, like, we're going to hang out again. She comes over all the time. We'll have other conversations like this. And I was like, you know what? Should I, like, have it more structured and re-record and do more of an interview-style type thing? But honestly, I think there's a lot of value to gain from a conversation like this that's just off the cuff and, like, two girls just kind of talking like nobody is listening We did talk a lot about the strip club. We talked a lot about sex work. We talked a lot about, I guess, not to be too general about it, but like life right now, going viral, finding your passion. I think if anyone is listening to this that is curious about stripping, this is probably a very illuminating conversation to listen to. We talked about a lot of facets of like, the club and working there that I have never really touched on before like even kind of sexuality and how that changes when you know 
you're doing sex work. We talked a lot about OnlyFans, but not in a, you know, male podcaster OnlyFans type of way because I know the dudes love to talk about OnlyFans, but we talked about it in the way that like, okay, we've done it and here are some of the pros and cons or at least some interesting shit about it. But yeah, I don't want to spend too much time talking about what we talked about because who the fuck cares about my summary of it. I think it would be best to just get into it. I'm going to go, I don't know, like lay down and like eat french fries or something. Um, I'm going to Miami in two days also, I think. So that should be interesting. I can't wait to report back from there. But in the meantime, please enjoy this conversation between me and my good friend Mexico. And if you are looking for merch, because we did get some in, please follow Broke Bitch Anon on Instagram and send me a DM and I will get some out to you. I have another really, really fire merch idea that I'm going to hopefully make soon too. But if you like the shirts that we got made, please just shoot me a DM and I will get them out to you ASAP. Okay, that is all. Enjoy this podcast. I love you. Goodbye. Okay, we can just record and it's fine. Okay. But it's so sad. The young boy can't be in the background anymore. The young boy, oh my God, I sound like I'm 500 years old. But no, what I was going to say is that as you get older, I think you start to reimagine and like reconceptualize what the ideal family structure looks like. Obviously, we're told that like it's like get married and like have a kid with somebody who doesn't have kids and like you have kind of the nuclear family thing, whatever. But I've realized, and maybe I'm going to sound desperate for saying this, but what is actually so bad about having a kid with somebody who already has kids? Like, if you want kids already, first of all, having kids is, like, very physically demanding. If you already want your life to be more full of family, then if they already have kids, I understand there's going to be drama with the baby mother, and I understand you're signing yourself up for a life of, like... I feel like if the baby mom is, like, dead, doesn't have custody, or got pregnant by someone else, then it's okay. <laughs> okay, wait, those are the three rules. Let me close this. But... Okay, wait. Like, if she's, like, no problem. Like, if she's, but like... She's not, but, if, no, she's very much alive, and she's, you yeah, know... Yeah, she can do that, but as, as long as she's, like, moved on. Like, she has to have, like, a new baby daddy that she's, like, fucking... With. Right. Not like the. Or you have to trust the guy enough that they're not. Yeah, but like, see, that's like a no, because I feel like I just don't trust men. Mm -hmm. Dang. I think trusting men has been one of my biggest mistakes that I've made in my life, and I keep making it consecutive, like over and over again, and I still haven't learned how to stop trusting. I don't know. Trusting men is one of my biggest flaws, but all I'm saying is that I think when you. Have a kid with somebody that already has kids. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Maybe I'm just trying to justify it. No, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. Because you are, then you already have like I feel more like people kids. with kids shouldn't be like punished for already having kids. Because like, okay, I don't want to call it baggage, but I feel like, bro, like I come with a lot of shit. So it's like, if you just have a kid. I don't think you come with that much shit. I mean, kind of. Not really, but like kind of. Like the whole fan shit, bro. I feel like that shit like kills it every time. Bro, the guy I was just with. He wanted to, like, he, okay, he wanted me to stop, like, dancing and basically just do OnlyFans. Because, like, on my OnlyFans, I had it for, like, a year, and I made, like, 15K on it. 
Like that. That's no. That's that's like good. it's like really. But I barely like. I'm really not consistent. I need to get better with that shit. But like every time I would say like, oh, I'm going to the club or I'm going to work, but I really don't feel like going. He would just be like, oh, just stay home and just do OnlyFans. But then it's like he kind of like wanted to do that shit with me or like manage it low key. I'm Yo, like, that gives no. me such an ick. It does. Like I'm not, bro. Me naked with you in the camera with your face. On my face card? No. <laughs> it's, not, it's not happening. Do you want his face to be in it? That's weird. Like, well, not I, his face, but I'm just saying, like, he just wanted to make content with me. But I'm like, bro, like, I haven't even posted you regular on my shit. Like, right. I think sometimes guys who are with girls who are already lit on OnlyFans feel but like... But you know who just fucking idol was? Adam and fucking... Oh, God. No, because I think, like... A lot of guys, a lot of guys feel like they'll like donate the dick for like their girls only fans or whatever. But yeah, then if they if they like, want to be, but if they want like a whole, they want like a whole personality, their whole personality to be, I don't know. That's, it's, that's, it's, it's a it's bit crazy. of a red flag. But that's what I'm saying. But it's like hard because it's like, dang, that is like what I do for work. But I, I don't, but it, the thing is you're still so young and Sometimes my mom tells me, like, you don't have to tell, like, the person you're with everything. And then I'm like, dang. That's, like, my mom telling me that. Wait, okay. If we're actually doing a podcast, let me introduce you. Because I started recording already. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> we were having such good conversation. I'm such a creep. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I, like, lure people into my house. I'm like, do you want to do a podcast? Um, I haven't even shown you the whole house tour, but it's okay. I am with my friend Mexico, who I know from the club, but is also her own, like, social media personality slash just like entrepreneur and I don't know someone destined to do great things I really think like a very genuine person so Mexico how do I introduce you but I will say before I let you introduce yourself because I'm terrible at it that you're well first of all the only person from the club I've ever invited to my house but also just like someone that is like a just a genuine person and one of the only people from the club that I actually trust so um yeah how how what is your like what do I do? I don't know. I went to nail school, but like, dang, I don't think I want to pursue that with my life. It seems like, well, I know a lot of girls that make money off of nails, but it seems like a, a side hustle in yeah. some ways, unless you're just like going full on and have your own kind of nail tech business I'm trying to find or like salon. my purpose right now. I don't really know. I feel like I have a lot of like little mini like hobby passion type things, but I don't have like nothing figured out for real i feel you i think that's the danger of stripping when you're younger in a sense because it's like wait let me get more wine it's like you don't think about really like i don't know man well it's not here's here's the problem well there's a lot of problems here's (laughs) here's the main problem first of all stripping when you're old is fucking embarrassing and like not something that i'm proud of and really something that like every day i wake up and i'm like i need to find figure out a way to get this money that isn't from the club by tomorrow <laughs> like as soon as possible and then i go back to the club so stripping when you're but old but you're really not there though like that like i barely see you there so I you're like right i'm not there like that yeah. but i'm it's still like my main source of income to be honest with you really yeah dang bro that means you make a lot of fucking money in one day though I do. Because, bitch, you go, like, one day and then you be gone for, like, three months. <laughs> no, I go, like, once every two weeks. Okay, yeah. That's realistic. I make, like... Well, I don't want to expose it, but I... I, I try, don't expose it, but yeah. I try to... I make enough to... Well, I live over my means also because, like, I'll dip into my savings and, like, go buy a Chanel bag, which is, like, really retarded of me to do. But yeah. 
I think the, I don't know, maybe it's all fake, but my, one of my, like, things that I have to fall back on is that I know if dancing was fully taken away from me, which I plan to take it away from myself soon anyways, when I was in my kind of early mid twenties, I still built up this like other career for myself, like writing and all of that stuff, which is a lot of bullshit also, but I know I can like go back to doing that if I absolutely have to, even though the money is like way worse and way slower and stuff. But I think when you're young and you're dancing, it can be such a blessing because I can only imagine like you have so much more time to like save more and establish yourself financially. But at the same time, you're not really like everyone has to retire from stripping sooner or later. I think when I was younger, um, Okay, so I, like, moved out when I was, like, 15 or 16. But, like, I always had, like, two and, like two or three jobs. I used to, like, sleep in my car sometimes because my jobs would be, like, opposite ends of, like, everywhere. So I would just Damn. be tired as fuck and I would sleep in my car. But then I started, like, bottle being a bottle girl when I was, like, 17. They, like, never asked me how old I was. That's like, they were just like, oh, you're pretty, yeah. A lot of places are like they that. They don't ask. I feel like low-key even clubs now, they don't ask, like, really anything do. from me. They're just like, okay, you want to work? Go ahead. Yeah. It's like, dang, that's not like bad, but it's like pretty privileged. True. Like they just be like, okay. And I'm like, bro, I'm 17. So I no, really got crazy. burnt on stuff like early. Like now, bro, I'm 22 and I don't want to drink for real. Like I do, but not like every day. Like I used to be like, oh my God, I'm drinking. Like now yeah. I'm just like, bro, I'm good. I did that shit yesterday, the day before, the day before that. But I feel like um, <clears throat> also before I had like a lot more... I don't want to say drive because I still have drive now, but I feel like now that I've opened like the whole like stripping can of worms, like such a can of worms, bro. It's like, you know, men, men. Okay. It's like the whole fantasy thing, but like I do only fans to us. So I feel like I don't never escape it. Like I don't just go into the club, do that and then leave and have like my real life. Cause then I go on social media and I use that. Right. To, like, Honestly, that's why I don't, I used to, I did only fans for like, I want to say like four or five months. I was living in New York at the time. It was like the peak of COVID. Like nothing was happening. And I just like... That's when I started. Yeah, I like literally just like desperately needed to make money. Um, And I didn't even take it seriously for real. And I made like 5,000 in a month. And I I didn't like fuck on OnlyFans. I literally barely posted it. And I made $5,000. And at the time, like I had never even danced. I was like... I, I was like, this is the most pretty much the most money I've ever made. And I didn't even like try that hard to make it. Like this is like keeping me afloat. Um, But at the same time, the reason why I haven't gone back to doing it, even though I know I can make like, I don't know what I can make. I feel like I could probably make more than that in a month is just, it's like always with you. And it's like you're labeled as. It is like, bro, it comes with so much. And I feel like people think too, like, People think, like, if you did it, people would literally think you're just, like, naked in your house all day. And be mm. like, hey, can you send me this? Hey, I'm like, bro, I'm at the grocery store. Like, I'm with my mom at fucking church right now. Like, <laughs> I don't just be fucking naked all day. Like, it just gets annoying. Like, it's very demanding. But I feel like now, when I was with, okay, my ex, he said something to me one time when we were arguing. arguing and it just, like, never left my brain. But he said that we argue because I can't treat him like a trick. And then I was like, dang, like... I didn't think about that, but I feel like ever since I have started dancing, like, not I got lazy, because, like, I still hustle for my shit, bro, and it's not easy to, like, put on, like, you know, for me. No, it's not even life. easy to have tricks. Like, it's let's not. It's very demanding. Be real. It's your time. And, and it's, like, it's demanding on so many levels. Yeah. It's demanding, like, from, it's just, like, demanding from, like, a 
deeper part of your and then soul. also how we were just talking about like you want like marriage and like this and that bro you go in a club with so many guys that are there on their lunch breaks yeah that are literally like one of my best customers bro he like maps out everything perfectly like he leaves the house at 6 a.m so he can be done with like his work by 10 a.m to be there by fucking 12 yeah. and then he goes home at 6 and yeah. he'll tell me like if i get too drunk and it's 6 30 like let me know yeah and i'm like okay got you but then it's like dang like i'm over here like low-key covering for you and like it's super Being weird. your wingman and shit, but I'm like, dang, I want to get married one day, and what if this is my husband with a little 22-year-old, like, that's I know, I've had so many of those. Like, yeah, I've had like, so many of those, like, uh, where they're yeah. just like, well, I have to go back to my wife, so, like, I'm no. okay with that, though, like, I don't want to, I don't want to break up, no, like, no, of I'm, course like, not, I'm, of he, course not. He tells me, like, what if I did that? And like, it's not, no. the thing is, it's not your problem that they're at the club looking for something outside of their wife. But it just, like, ruins your view on marriage also, though, because you're like, dang, everything's fake. And then I, I even had people in the club, like, this Facts. one guy, he's really smart, though, and he'll tell me, like... Um, I'll never bring a kid an STD or a woman home, but uh, sometimes my wife knows like I, I crave other things. And he was like, I would never tell her I'm at the club because I don't want to hurt her feelings. So it's like not a secret, but it's a secret. But right. Like, it's just like, hey. don't ask, don't tell, yeah, just sort of an understood like, thing. Ugh. No, it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. I don't know how I still... Do you want some orange juice? Yeah. I don't know how I still have faith in some men. I think, like, the men that I meet, I just project this fantasy onto them that they're not, like, the other guys, but, but they I are. And I, and I feel like I should have learned my lesson by now because this is really not my first rodeo at all. I think I, I, think I like, agree with you, though. Like, like, like I always girls, look- when girls post and be like, guys, like, all guys ain't shit. All guys is this and that. I really don't believe that. I feel like you're just, like, tasting guys or, like, your little preference. It's not true. Just, like, it's not. You, it's too oversimplified. Right. It's- I've met some good guys, but then it's like, I told you, I'm really in my head. So, like, little shit, Claudia, I'm like, mm-mm. But that's, I think it's good to have standards and you don't let people walk all over you. Yeah, true. For the most part. But, yeah, I feel like, though, ever since dancing, like, now I got lazy, but, like... Dancing Yo, makes guys. Guys just give you shit. Like, they do, but it's never the guys you want. Yeah, Ever. I didn't say it. <laughs> never the ones you want. Well, Ever. It, it. Well, sometimes, like, let me be very careful with my words. But I think sometimes, even if it is, this is the. Problem. I mean, it could be the problem. Want, with but it's like no, oh, but it's, it's usually it. not. But I wonder if that's because I've like projected I don't know man I don't know I think I'm in a very unhealthy place in my relationships and I probably should just go to fucking therapy already and just figure it out because there's something like I think about opening like I downloaded hinge and like whatever fucking dating app the fuck I literally cannot okay I don't I, I don't have tinder on my phone right now I'm open to getting it but like I download these things and I literally after like the first time downloading them and opening them or like talking to a few people i cannot like it doesn't matter how lonely and depressed i am i cannot physically bring myself to open like the apps and i'm like how am i gonna fix this problem if i'm all i do is like sit at home alone or go to the like i'm not gonna meet my husband in either context, oh, but I, I literally, I cannot bring myself to open a dating app. Like, it makes me physically sick. No, I get it on It actually there. makes me sick. I get on there, but see, the thing is, like, on there, 
I kind of post like not the real me, but like I post more of me, mm-hmm. and then it always gets to the point where they're like, "Oh, can I have your number?" But I don't want to give a bunch of weirdos my number, so I'll just be like, "Okay, like you can just follow me on Instagram." But then my Instagram is fucking club, 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 right. super club, and I'm like, "Fuck!" I really didn't want him to see this side of me, but you see it, right? Well, I know I was. You were saying earlier, or we were talking earlier. I don't remember if we were recording yet, but where like you're, I don't know you. Something about, like, telling people that you're a stripper or whatever. I know a girl who... Honestly, mad respect to her. She used to be a stripper. She met her now husband. Never told... Never, ever told him that she was a stripper. Now she has, like, a real job. I'm not even going to say what it is because just in case, whatever. Yeah. Her husband... They're literally married. Doesn't know she used to strip for like years. She he doesn't know. Still, yes, Damn. that's crazy, right? See, but that's what I just told you. My mom said she was like, "That's the thing. You don't have to tell it all." Low key, I'm... I feel like she played her cards correctly. And me thinking that I can just be honest and people will love me for me is me being very naive. Oh, that's me though, because I'm like, bro. But what if that should come? I do OnlyFans, bro. Imagine we fucking date two years down the line. But OnlyFans pops that... up a video. No, but OnlyFans and stripping is very different. different. Yeah, it is. It is. Because but still, even with stripping too, though. The weird part about it is that I think OnlyFans is more respected because there's... You think? But, well, hear me out. Because you're in your house alone. There's not random guys who are touching up on, like, whatever. Like, it's more private in a sense, even though it's much more public because there's more eyes on you. With stripping, first of all, there's so much other shit that is insinuated within stripping. There's so many clubs, like, of course there's clubs that it's literally no touching and it's like $100 for a fucking dance where the girl is just like, not even, whatever. Like Cheetah, for example, but then there's clubs, like the club that like we work at where it's like, there's literally girls in there like doing whatever. So there's a lot of, there's like, I hate to say it, there's a lot of like prostitution wrapped up in stripping Yeah. and there's a lot of everything wrapped up into it and... There's a glamour within it, but at the same time, we would be lying to ourselves if we said there wasn't, like, a crossover. Because you're already in that, you know? Like, that's just what it is. So, when when you tell somebody that you're a stripper, like, I think automatically their eyebrows go, like, way, way, way up. But when you say you do OnlyFans... But, like, dang, like... And you're already a bad bitch, it, like, makes sense. How do I feel about what you're saying? I feel like, Don't you think it's true? Yeah, but it's just so, like... Dang, I don't even know what I'm saying. Men are very judgmental. No, I get that, but it's just like Okay. I don't wanna I don't know how to say this without like I don't want people to think I just like okay, I don't have sex or money ever. But like why would people hate on bitches that's like getting something out of it when like everybody fucks for something? Do you get what I'm saying? Like no, even wives, bro, like you go your whole life and you're sitting there fucking for free and arguments and kids and this and that, but like that's interesting. You have a house, you have a car, your shit's paying. Right. You're a provider, bitch. You're giving pussy. Like it's the same shit that. Do you it, get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like an exchange of power in some way yes, or another. But I don't sell pussy, so that's what I'm saying. But it's like if if I was like, that's what wives do. Well, for their bills. Paying? Yes and no. It is you know and it saying? isn't. I I do get what you're saying. I think there's. I don't know. I feel like there's just well, there's a lot of risks that come with it, like from STDs and STIs yeah, to yeah, for sure. like just being like, how can you actually have a normal life if you're like doing all of that, you know, daily? But also, maybe it's like I feel a, like everyone's different though. But maybe it's like also a sense of not jealousy, but like 
I don't know. I think in a sense, not jealousy, but it's like people judge you for doing something that... They wish they could do with no judgment. Not even that they wish they could do. It's like, it's a very... I mean, prostitution is literally the oldest profession, but it's like something that... I feel uh, like we'll never, but I feel like it will never go away. No, I'm not saying that no, you're no, not, no, no, but no, like no. I'm just saying with stripping, like there is a lot of Stuff crossover. Sure. Like even for example, at our club. Okay, wait, part two. I just said so. We just got back from um, a very glamorous shopping trip to Walmart <laughs> to get more wine, more seltzer, hard seltzer, whatever. And, um, as we were setting up everything, I was like, let me just, let's do a part two, even though this is so off the cuff and I apologize, but it's fine. What I was saying was that, and I think this is maybe important because for everything that I've talked about in terms of stripping on this podcast, I never really talk about like sexuality because I feel like sexuality is such a like awkward conversation to have, I think. And for me anyways, because I'm literally like the least sexual person. And I think it's almost ironic that I have made most of my money off of sex because for everything I've done in terms of like, there's really no euphemism for sex work, but like (laughs) stripping and everything, I feel like I am so awkward when it comes to sex and I feel sexiest when I'm not working, like when I'm furthest from being at the club or OnlyFans or whatever. Like, that's when I actually feel like I want someone to, like, actually come over and, like, have sex with... No, I feel that. Right? Or or the the alternative is if I'm at the club all the time, the only thing that keeps me sane is having a normal guy outside of the club that makes me feel regular when I'm with him, which I don't have right now at all. I think it's, like, low-key. I don't know. I feel that, but, like I told you, like, one of my best people at work, like, customer-wise, like, I haven't had... Like, I haven't did anything with him. So, I think that's, like, not my, like, saving grace, but, like... No, but those those really be the best ones. It's so easy to go to work and, like, love that shit because I don't have to... With him, I don't have to, like... But, see, it's also because I like girls, so I feel like I'm just, like... Low-key, I feel like feeling like a little lady pimp sometimes, and I'm like, wait. (laughs) I don't think I want to be this. Like, the thing is, I always hear about girls who say, like, their best customers where... They literally just like go talk to them and hang out with them, and you don't. Even, you come to the club, Mexico, and you don't even get dressed in your stripper clothes. You literally chill. You literally will be chilling in your regular clothes and just whatever. And I'm like, damn, I could like I don't have that. Like my best customers, that's not the vibe. See, but look, my my thing is like, well, damn, I don't think I should say that because it's like. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like your shit's gonna blow up one day and like people are gonna go back and try to like listen to everything and I'm scared. I don't uh, trust me, I've already made peace with the grave that I've dug for myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I that's why while I'm cautious, I also no, but honestly, I have been because before I started doing this, it's actually so weird. The owner of our club actually DM'd me today. He was like, call me, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> like what do you want me to call you for? I was like, I don't want to call you. Like, what did I do? I don't. I hope I'm not in trouble. What did you do? I did nothing. He was like, he was like, I need to get verified. Like, how do I? Like, how did how did you get verified? I'm like, <laughs> wait, can you pause this? No. Oh, fuck. Wait, okay. why? What happened? No, you can you can keep. Going. But no. Later. So before I was doing this, like I was a journalist. I was like a public facing figure for the most part. 
And by virtue of doing that, like, I have already been canceled, like, four times. That's one of the reasons why I ended up in Atlanta. Because, like, I, my whole city in Toronto pretty much, like, canceled me. Really? Yes. Why? And now, because they found, like, old tweets and, like, things that I had said. Which were honestly, like, I'm sorry to anyone listening to this. The weird part is eventually a lot of them turned around and were like, we're sorry. We were, like, too harsh on you. Like, you're cool. You're fine. Or whatever. You know when you start being, you know when people try to, like, cancel you and hope that it's almost like they want you to die and then you don't die and you actually find like success in another way yeah and they almost try to like dick ride you for being successful again like they already were dick riding you before and then they tried to kill you and you didn't die so now they want to like and now they try to come back (laughs) yeah that's kind of what happened but that's kind of what happened with people in toronto being publicly canceled is something that I think also that the conversation around canceling has changed a lot. Like when I was canceled in like 2020, I think it was still very much like a bloodlust sort of, oh, you did one bad thing like 10 years ago, like fuck you forever. And I feel like the conversation has changed more now to be more nuanced and allow for more mistakes and just realize that like people aren't just like the one tweet that they sent like 12 years ago. Like it's like people are more complicated than that. And like, if you actually know someone as a person, hopefully you can like give them like a better, like, you know, that they have like more moral character than like something that they said when they were a kid and they didn't even like know what the fuck was going on. So I think now when people talk about being canceled, it's like less extreme. Like even people who are quote unquote canceled now are not really ever canceled. But when they came for me, I literally lost like, I lost, like, my position as, like, the juror of, like, the Polaris Music Prize, which is, like, a prestigious, like, music thing in Canada. I had already lost my job as a food writer at the National Post because of COVID, but, like, it definitely put the nail in the coffin of, like, bitch is never coming back. I lost my job as a music writer at XXL. Never officially, but I just never pitched them again, and they never reached out to me again. I lost my job as a music writer for Now Magazine, which was, like, a big kind of weekly local paper in Toronto, whatever. Like I literally lost everything. Like I literally wanted to kill myself, like truly. And I guess I'm glad that I didn't because I think it would have been a little bit too dramatic. Like I, it's not that bad, but the idea of people coming back to recancel me, like at this point, I don't think that there's that much I could do. I don't want to like jinx it, but I feel like my reputation has already been ruined by so many things and also like now stripping and this where it's like you either like my reputation is ruined I don't need to live in fear of somebody ruining it maybe that's the one freedom that you get from it so I've made peace with the grave that I've dug for myself to like what am I supposed to do uh, like, Ben? Like you know this is like I don't know controversial topics are like so hard to talk about because like I just think that I, in terms of this podcast, if there's anything that my legacy will be, I hope that it's just being honest to the point of maybe helping other people get through their own bullshit or hopefully eventually inspiring other people to like get out of bad situations. But I think in order to do that, you have to accept that it's going to come with some risk of like some people aren't going to like you. They're going to go through your old shit and try and find something. Bro, I always like think like, Bro, in high school, like, so many people just hated me for no reason. And, like, now I'm a stripper and this and that. And, like, bro, I just feel like people are going to, like, scream record my shit and send it to my mom. 
Right. Like, I feel like that's... They will, I, though. They have that, done no, that No, I've me. had, like, exes, like, tell... Like, my ex, like, told my mom I was a stripper. Like, he... Uh, it's but what so did your bad. mom think you did before? Does she know you're a stripper um, now? Yeah, she knows. And my dad knows, too, but it's, like... Okay, my mom knows, and she, like, knows everything now, but she knows, like, I really don't... I don't want to say I really don't have sex for money because I, I haven't. But yeah, no, like, I feel you, I feel you. But, so, they but anyways, know... Yeah, they know, but my dad, like, doesn't say it, like... Like, he's never been like, oh, you're going to the club or like, oh, you're a stripper. Like, he'd just be like, I know you want to hang out with your friends and have fun, but what are you going to do with your life? And that yeah. equals, like, being a stripper. Like, he doesn't say it. He right. He not say it. But my mom, she actually knows. Because um, my ex, basically, like, he didn't like me working at the club. And it was this day. When was it? I want to say it was, like, maybe. No, it wasn't Christmas. It was before that. But our house mom had told had told us we could work night shift and we didn't have to pay extra to stay over because mm. i think we weren't that busy so she was like if it was would... like in the early days of them having night shifts yeah yeah yeah, or, yeah, yeah i remember yeah. i remember those so days. it was this it was this one day and she was like if you guys want to stay over tonight you won't have to pay you can stay all night and you don't have to pay so i was like that's a whole fucking lick like what do mm-hmm. you mean so i was trying to stay so i texted my boyfriend and i was like hey i think i'm gonna stay because i don't have to pay double or whatever to stay over this and that and he was like not going for it he was like out of all days just today you want to stay over and this night i'm like bro she just told me this yeah and he was like um he was like no like be home at 8 30 and i like looked at the phone and it was like eight and i literally worked like 40 minutes from the club and i still didn't even dress out or nothing i was still in my fucking like outfit and shit no, so i'm like right. that's not realistic like i'm not gonna get home at that time whatever so then like eight comes by and then i'm still just like not taking my time but like i'm just now i'm walking out i'm saying bye to all my people and shit i get in the car my fucking mom starts blowing me up he starts blowing me up. My dad starts blowing me up. So I thought somebody fucking died. I was like, what the fuck? Jesus and then Christ. I start calling them back. No one's answering me. So then I'm just like, I don't even want to go home at this point. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? So my mom's like, tell me to come over. So instead of going home, I drove to my mom's house. And I pull in the fucking driveway and his car's there. And what he the basically fuck? like drove to my mom's house because I didn't get home in time and told her that I was a stripper and I'm at work and wow. I'm selling pussy and I'm this and I'm that and just like told her everything like so much shit and my mom's like complete opposite of me like her name is Mary and I always like make jokes and I'd be like you're the virgin Mary because she like I've never seen my mom smoke ever I've never seen my mom drink a day in my life if I seen her drink I would be like is, like are you okay like Damn. I've never seen her she don't have no tattoos like okay she knows I smoke like weed and shit but she'll be like you need to get clean Damn. Like, she acts like it's, like... A big deal. Yes, like, she's, like, a no, saint. No, that's a lot. I think that it's, like, inevitable. So, like, she was, like, crying and shit. Like, it was, like, so My crazy. mom, Sam, like, when she found out, somebody had sent her something that I had posted or some shit like that. And she was, like... Because before I bought this house, and, like, my mom kind of helped me and, like, knew that I was, like, looking for something and whatever. And... But even before I bought this house, like, she knew that I was, like, getting money because, like, my house was... Like, I lived beside the fucking like St. Regis and like I was buying whatever and I would my mom because she lives in Poland wait also your bank I feel like you're no probably people probably can't but it's okay yeah. it's just I'm sorry Mexico's wearing a lot of bangles but no um it's just because my mom lives in Poland every time that I FaceTime her, her or call her she's always like are you good like she's always just like are you alive like are you struggling like what's what's going on so I always try and reassure her that like I'm okay you know, I'm, I was living in this nice place and I would show her, I never like 
brag about the things that I've bought, but like when I bought my car and stuff, I'm like, yeah, mom, like I'm, I'm good. Like I promise you whatever. And obviously she was always like, where are you actually like getting your money from? Because she's like, I know that you're a writer and I know that you like have something called a podcast. I don't know what the fuck, like she doesn't even know, like, yeah, like she doesn't even know how to listen to a podcast. So, but I always had like real articles that were published in like magazines and newspapers and stuff before so when that was happening she was like this is my daughter's name on this article so I know that's how she's getting her money but at a certain point it's like she knows I'm not really doing that that much and like I'm getting way more money than I ever got so like where the fuck is the money coming from because it doesn't really make any sense so eventually I guess somebody sent her something and she just called me she's like Claudia like blah blah blah, told me like you are a stripper like why are you doing that like and she just seems I was like fuck and this is my bad and I think we have the most, a more strained relationship than we maybe ever had. We never had a great relationship, but I literally just like flat out denied it. I was like, no mom, like they're just making stuff up about me. Cause what the fuck? Like, I almost feel like she wanted me to do that. Cause what else am I supposed to say? Like, yeah, you're like, yes, no. Like what in that moment, I know you, your parents live here. So I don't know, maybe it's different, but for me, like, I feel like I had to deny it. Cause like, I knew she still knew that I am a stripper. But it was, like, almost better that I I'm, like, like, it's no, okay. I, I feel like I denied it to my mom, but, like, my mom just knows me, like, you know how, okay, I told you, I started being a bottle girl when I was, like, 17, and they never asked me how old I was, so I would tell my mom that I told her I was a bottle girl and shit, and she knew that, but she was just, like, they don't ask you how old you are, like, they don't care, they don't know, I'm, like, bruh, like, they don't ask, so I would just be, like, I'm just getting money, I would come home and stuff, and, like, my problem was never really with her. It was, like, when I had left, like, it was really my dad kind of, like, kicked me out. So, she would always beg me to come home, and I would be, like, no. Like, he told me to leave, so I'm not, like, I'm one of the people, if you tell me to leave, I'm never coming back. Yeah, absolutely. So, <clears throat> she would just be, like, do you have a home? Like, do you have somewhere to come? And this and that. I'd be, like, no. Like, I really don't. Like, I don't know. That's, like, kind of different. I had a lot of stuff, like, happen to me in my house and shit, but, like, it was just weird, like... I don't know, I was just telling her, like, bruh, it's like, mom, you literally know, like, how men are, like, it's like a fantasy I'm playing into, like, I don't really have to do shit, like, I'm, you see me, I'm not ugly, mm-hmm. like, not to be, like, conceited, but, no, like, for sure, the problem is, is that <clears throat> you end up making so much more money quickly when you're younger stripping, but, yeah, yeah. the other problem, that's, what, that's, that kind of goes back to, like, what I was saying earlier, I feel like now, like, like, before, when I was working two, three jobs, like, sleeping in my car, like, not I had more ambition, but, like, bro, I had a goal. Like, bitch, I'm trying sure. to get in my car. I'm trying to this and that. Like, now, I feel like I'm so, like, well, I, I don't know. I deal with, like, mental health and, like, dep- depression and all that shit, too. So, I feel like I'm more so, like, just trying to get, like, day by day right now. But it's easier because my job is kind of, like, a day by day thing. Like, if I want to go and make money, I do. If I don't, Well, I it's almost like too. a double-edged sword because when you have like a concrete goal that you're working towards like for me it was like okay i, I want to buy a car okay i want to buy a house okay i want to buy this bag once you achieve those goals then you kind of just have to like deal with the aftermath of like existing yeah and yeah. you don't really have like a concrete focus to work on and it it just like life starts to get really fucking weird yeah in a way that it shouldn't because obviously there's other goals to work towards and like i'm still working towards other goals but it's I and feel then I you. Feel like it's also hard too because like when you stop being in survival mode, when you're so used to being in survival mode, it gets weird. It it it, it you you start to 
it's almost like a life hangover or something for a yeah, second. Literally. I don't know. Literally. But wait, and then it's like I talk to my dad too. My dad's like really fucking smart, but sometimes I tell him like, "Bro, like reality's already hitting me. I don't need to tell you. I told you so." Like if you already knew, like you know how people, like parents be like, "One day you're gonna." Understand. Here's the problem. No, but honestly, this is the main thing that I would be aware of, and I really have no solution to this because arguably I'm in a worse position because I'm fucking way older than you and I'm still stripping. But the problem is mainly when you're younger and you go not necessarily to college, but you're like building up some kind of career for yourself and you're struggling to make it work. But say you eventually make it work. Ideally, you have 20, 30, 40 years in that career, at least at minimum, depending on when you do, like whether it's you're a software engineer or a broadcaster or whatever, like in your early 20s, you're just in the fucking beginning. So you're probably still relatively broke, but you're going to make it big because the older you get the better you'll get with stripping when you're young you're gonna make a fuck ton of money but the older you get the worse the less desirable you are and the less money you're going to make so now you've set yourself up for a situation to be kind of choking on reality the older you get in life so you need to figure out another thing to do like the smart girls transition it into something else right I don't and know. I that's like what, that's, that's my what, fear. I feel like that's what I was telling you. Like I don't know what the fuck. Like, right. I did the whole nail shit, but that's like that's not. I don't want to do that shit with my life. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the whole. Sh- it's not enough. Stripping, dancing, only fan shit. Everyone always tells me like, not why I haven't like gone viral or like blew up, but why I don't really like push it how I should. But it's because like, I think okay, my first like, what is it? Dilemma was like my morals and shit. So I was like, dang, what if like I really do go viral one day and then someone shows my mom? But then I, I then I was like, dang, like my mom fucked for me to get here. So then I kind of like threw, not like the, I threw my morals out the window, but I'm just like, bro, sex is such a like a weird thing. People make it so weird, and it's like everybody it's not fucked that big to get of a here. Deal, yeah, everybody fucked to get here. Everybody, everybody, literally, everybody fucked to get here. Literally, that's literally that's literally been my thing that keeps me going. Everybody fucked to get here. But the thing is, they did it under maybe different a different context or something. But I'm like saying that. no. Th- look, this is how I've kept myself going. Y'all fucked like everybody fucked to get here. I'm just got the balls to show what the fuck I got going on in the bedroom. I really don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like some people, cause think about it. Like, bruh, have you not seen them shows with like the fucking holy, like Bible thumping Christians that have like 30 kids and they'd be like, God said to be fruitful and multiply. So why the fuck are hoes with four kids and four baby daddies hoes, but you have 30 kids? No, you're not wrong. The thing is, what I've realized is that we're all leaning on some kind of crutch girl. Like maybe some girls are leaning on their sexuality to like advance them in life. But even me, as much as I've made money off of my sexuality, as I said before, I'm like the least sexual person ever. I feel like when I actually like somebody, like I, I lean on other crutches. Like I lean on being kind of smart or like yeah, intellectual, sure. whatever. Like I lean, we all lean on something. Yeah, but that's like someone you really like. For sure. Yeah. But like my point is like we all lean on some something, some kind of crutch. So who are you to judge what somebody's leaning on to get by? Whether it's their sexuality yeah. or their intellect or whatever. I don't think it's okay. like... Yeah, that's yeah. I don't. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Like, but yeah, so I kind of like just stopped giving a fuck about the whole like not moral part of it, but I stopped caring about that. But then now my thing is, bitch, I know I'm gonna go viral. Like, I, like I haven't even posted like a fire ass like sex tape or nothing. But if I do, bitch, I'm going viral. But see, that's the thing. It's like I want to have like the whole business and like professional like side of me like established right. before I, I let that shit get crazy. Because then it's like, if I let that shit get crazy, that's going to be my life, like, literally forever. But if I'm, like, a boss-ass fucking 
fucking real estate agent or something. I don't know. I don't want to be real estate. But if I'm a bomb-ass real estate agent and then I have a fucking sex tape, like, I don't really care about that shit going viral. I'm still going to fucking sell houses, bitch. And I'm going to be the best fucking, you know? I feel you. Do you think that it's easy to go viral now, though? Like, yeah. I feel like going viral... I feel like either bitches from, like, my high school are going to hate on me and, like, send my shit around. So that's going to, like, give me more views. Or I feel like people, like, guys are just going to like that shit. So how do you think somebody goes viral now? Like I'm asking for myself, I would like I would like to go viral. So <laughs> let me know. The problem is I have low key gone viral several times. I definitely think it's like but networking, like who you know. I know, but you know a lot of people. I literally know, you know everybody. Everybody, yeah. Not um, <laughs> I definitely think it's like consistency, like just like yeah, just being consistent, like people seeing you all the time, like really someone to remember. I yeah. don't think that that's what it is. I think that if it's consistently bad, it's just fucking boring. No, it doesn't have to be bad you. though. I'm not saying it has to be, but inevitably, if you're consistent, there's gonna be a lot of bad content. Like, let me say this for example. Okay, yeah, that's right though. Yeah, I've yeah. been at the crib every night, right, for the last week or two. I've been waiting on this guy to come over. Here's how I know I really like somebody. If I do my hair and I don't know if we're going to hang out, but I hope we are and I just want my hair done just in case we do, that's how I know I really like you. So if I'm just doing my hair for no reason, I really like you. So this past week, every night I've done my hair thinking, okay, maybe this dude's going to come over. He never came over. And then I start thinking, okay, well, I might as well do something because I did my whole fucking head of hair and kind of did makeup. So let me just make a TikTok. I started going down this rabbit hole of women who, or people who have like cracked the TikTok quote unquote algorithm of how to go viral on TikTok, which is like be consistent with it. Post one to three times a day. Make sure your ratios of likes to comments to views are 10 to 20 to whatever. Do all of that, but mainly be consistent. So every time I do my hair now, I force myself to post a TikTok. Half the time I have to like private that shit because it's so bad the next morning I realize I'm like, what the fuck have I done? Like this is so embarrassing. I don't need to be posting this. Most people do not have enough good content every day to post something good every day. Every day, yeah. Like that's really hard to actually do. But I feel like you don't have to post though. I'm saying like just like So how do you go viral? I'm actually like no, I'm only asking because you saying that it's easy to go viral, I think that's, like, a very confident statement, and I... It I sounds, wanna... like, really bad, but I feel like, low-key, like, you just have to do shit that shocks people. Like, you have to talk about the shit people don't want to talk about. Literally, like, don't have a filter. Like, but, uh, like, how you say you but got with that, like, But with yeah, that, but with not having a filter, you have to realize that you then will sacrifice all of your relationships. You will sacrifice... Like, I have no filter in my podcast, even... Yeah. For example, the guy who I'm talking about, who I was like, hope he comes over tonight, <laughs> probably won't because he hasn't every night. But I talked about him a lot in the last podcast and I was like, damn, I hope he didn't listen. Like with not having a filter, you sacrifice so much. You sacrifice everything. All of your relationships will become sacrificed. I feel like, I feel like yes, but like... It will. No, I'm saying yeah, but I'm I'm saying like that's not what makes you go viral. But like, bro, it's literally like you're taking the risk and chances that other people are scared to, to, to do. True. So either people are going to hate on you and you're going to get fucking views and likes from that shit. Or people are going to fucking be like, wow, like you had the balls to say some shit that I felt for years. You know what I'm saying? True. Like that's it's what just I feel finding like. that. It's, it's, it's different with like... Like, I don't know. I feel like it's different with every profession and every, like, thing that you're trying to pursue. Like, as far as, like, with the whole nail shit, there's this girl, bro. She does, like, pussy and titty nails. 
and like dick nails and like bro she be going fucking viral and i love her shits like i love them but me i don't think i would wear dicks and pussies all over my nails but she does <laughs> she does so out the box shit and she just goes viral all the time i'm like bro do you like, think she even likes it or you think she's just doing it for know. the clout i don't maybe for clout but that's what i'm saying like but do you I think do it's with clout. but do you think it's still like do you think going viral is still something that people should be aspiring to like do you think it's still a good thing i don't thing? think it's like it is kind of in a way i don't know i feel like uh, I feel like I say viral, but I feel like viral is such a like, I, I, like viral and clout is like the same thing to me. Like it's like low key cringy. Like I feel like you should just like. I think it's changed so much yeah. in the last few years. Like yeah. even since, cause you're what? You're 21, 22? 22. 22. So even like, how old were you in like 2017, 2016? Shit, 16, 17. Yeah. So I was in my 20s. And I think that was, like, the era when, like, Lil Uzi and Kodak and all of them were, like, coming up, kind of. Like, that was – I feel like that was the era of, like, going viral and, like, clout being a good thing. Yeah. And now it seems like even clout and, like, going viral has become so – already it was decentralized. The idea was just a random person could, like, pop up out of nowhere. But now it seems like it's become so common and decentralized, like, through TikTok and mediums like that where – I literally have a TikTok that got 5 million views. Like, I just went viral. So you already went viral, bitch. I, I've, I'm, I've been saying I've been going viral, but, like, what does that lead to? Like, fucking not that much. Like, you have to go viral I mean, repeatedly. Though, it depends on what you're doing. For you, that does a lot because it's, like, you're reaching more audience, a bigger variety of people. You're True. Like, Shout out to the people who actually listen to this yeah, from that. Yeah. But my point is, like, you have to almost go viral many times over. And it's just, like, going viral has become a lesser and lesser... I don't, it just seems, it's like it's less important now. It's obviously more important. It's like easier, but just less significant. I think viral, I don't know. Not viral is like a title, but I think it's just like going, like being noticed for real. And I feel like you do a good job of being noticed because you literally just had the owner like DM'd you. And I was like, how do you? It's so funny though. That- and then I post you and people be like, who is that? Like I, the day I posted you and tagged you, I already seen like some of my people follow you and I don't like care about shit like that, but I'm just like. They be knowing. Like, they, they like do people be knowing, know. But I don't want people... The thing is... the Okay, the irony is, like, when I went to our club, like, I literally I never wanted to... <laughs> no, I never wanted to make a name for myself. Like, ever. Really? Ever. No, Mexico. Like, why the fuck would I want to make a name for myself? I just want to make my... I didn't even want people to know that I danced. Like, I just wanted to make some money so I could survive and, like, get the fuck out. Like, I never wanted to be anyone that, like, I never wanted to be, this is going to sound like a lie, so I'm sorry. I never wanted to, like, be that bitch at the club, but I feel like I low-key am kind of that, like, it was an accident. Right. But, I don't know. I just never wanted people to, that was never my mission. Right. I just wanted to make my money and get out. But I see, I feel like, like, bruh. The life doesn't, you don't choose the life, it chooses you. Like, you can't help that shit. That's why I've been telling you. I literally told you, like, I can't never say, like, bitches be copying me because that's such a, like, who the fuck am I state? You know, it's so funny. No, but, Mexico, people, girls literally, apparently there's a girl at the club. Some girl came up to me when I was there, like, the last time. She's like, you know, there's this girl who's about to start a podcast called, like, Broke, but da da da. She's like, you know, this girl, Millie, like, Claudia, like, we're gonna do it, like, what she did, whatever. I'm like, She's like, are you offended? Like, they're copying your podcast idea. Like, we'll do it. I'm like, honestly, I'm not offended. Like, if I inspire you to do something cool, my thing is like, I don't know if this, these dots are even going to make sense as I try to connect them, but I feel like at the club, 
like your not even like your body isn't yours, but like nothing is really yours no, there. No, like people are just not. kind of like it's not. looking at yeah, it's not. It's not. So I talk so much. I and never. I've had people DM me and be like, "You should do a podcast." But like every time someone tells me that, my head literally goes straight to you. Like not even like on the like. Bruh, I don't feel like it's like competition or nothing, but it's like, dang, like, my bitch already, she's doing her thing. No, it's not, no, but the thing is, there's, no, but there's more than, like, first of all, my podcast is terrible. No, like, I know if I told you I really, 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 like, wanted to do it, you would, like, be all for it. Yeah, you should do it. No, personally, I don't think I would, because I just feel like you're, like, not dominating that, but, like, I feel like I have a friend in every field, and I want to be in another field, so we could just, like, all have, like. (laughs) No, but, Mike, so if that's what you want to do, you should do it. The other thing, the thing is with podcasts and a good friend of mine who has a much bigger podcast than me told me this this week where we were FaceTiming and he's like, he's trying to teach me how to set up all the equipment downstairs because I have like really good mics and cameras yeah. and everything downstairs <laughs> and I need to fucking set them up properly, truly. But he's teaching me how to do all this and he's like, he's like, Claudia, I feel like you're kind of doing that thing that people do when they're scared to really go all in where you're kind of like half joking about doing it and half being serious and just not trying to get your ego too bruised. And I'm like, yeah, because really trying to do something is like very embarrassing and very hard. Yeah, for sure. And also, especially with broadcasting, it's so competitive. And what he said is like, it takes so much consistency. Like he was like, just do it for a year and see where that gets you. Right. Before you even like get too ahead of yourself. I think now we all expect to like go viral overnight. And I have gone viral overnight, but even that will not lead to like a real career in podcasting or in any sort of thing so i don't know it's like it takes a lot of consistency and i think yeah i think i don't know but i think anyone should start a podcast if they want to i mean any new ideas or new perspectives i think should be welcomed and i think what i don't think my thing would ever be to like have one though i think like bro the way you just i was like hey you want to make one right now i like this because it's like bending my mind a little bit but i don't think i have like like, you have way more wisdom on me type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm young. Like, I could... I don't no, but there's I, No, but there's... Even if I have, like, more life experience, there's a lot of, um, like, pros and entertainment and benefits that come from also being young and being like, I don't know, tell me. Like, there's a lot of people who are... And also new, even a different perspective on life. Like, when I was 22, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I had more, I feel like, original ideas... And creativity, because when you're younger, you feel like everything that you're experiencing is, like, new and original, and you're, like, the only person that's, like, gone through it or something. And I think there's, like, a lot of benefits to that versus when you're older. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Or I put your... I think your wine is on the counter. Okay. Um, do you feel... This is, like, literally I've been talking about this shit for days. Do you feel like the roles of men and women have, like, reversed... Like, I feel like low-key sometimes I can't get a man because I'm too masculine, but I'm not too masculine. I think I just, like... Do you feel like you really can't get a man, though? Like, truly? Because yes. I actually can't. No, like, I know. Like, so. I'm being dead-ass, like, Claudia, like, Because I think ass. you can. No, no. I'm like, ugh, I don't even know. Mexico, I literally cannot get a man. Like, I have so many men okay, that Okay, think- look, I'm about to say something, but, like, don't take it offensive because I don't think it's nothing to take offensive. No, it's fine. I'm ready. But, like, you want a man, so I don't want you to get offended. But, like... I always thought it was going to be, like, literally, like, high school sweetheart, 18, like, married for life, and just, like, the whole, all that. Mm -hmm. But, like, bro, I feel like I'm going to be you. Like, just have, like, my own back and just, like, be 30 and not give a fuck about these men. 
Like, not in a bad way. No, but the thing is, Mexico, like, I do give a fuck. But one thing, let me just, like, give, like, a little asterisk to it. The weird part about it is, like, when I was living in New York and even Toronto and, like, other kind of East Coast cities where there's a lot of, like, rich bitches who even, like, come from, like, family money or whatever. Oh, yeah. See? When you're in your late 20s slash early 30s, you're, you're not really considered, like, that old. Like, yeah, no, it's no, 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 still, like, your age of, like, maybe getting engaged and, like, getting starting a family or, like, getting married. Like, until you're in your mid-30s, like, people are still looking at you like, okay, like, this yeah. is normal. But in the, in the South, when you're 30 and single with no kids, it's, like, really, it's, like, a really big deal. But it feels like, and maybe this is one of the reasons why I miss New York, it's not that... Of course, it's a thing, but depending on, like, what your lifestyle is like and who you are as a person, it's not... It still feels like there's, like, a lot of hope for you, but down here, it's like, damn, you have no kids. Like, how do you have no kids? Like, that's crazy. So... Bro, I think about that shit now. Right. bro, I'm 22. I literally... It's I'm weird. Girls that have two, three, working on four kids, which is like I feel like that's that guy. Who I, that guy who I was talking about earlier, we had a conversation earlier this week, and he's like, "How do you have no kids?" I'm like, "Cause I literally was careful, and I didn't want to have. Oh, I never wanted to have a kid with somebody that, like, I don't literally wasn't like, I want you to have my baby. Like, yeah. we're in like a very committed relationship. Like, that was never. I never wanted to have a kid with them. So either I would take a plan B." Or we would be safe or like whatever. Like I never looked to have a child with someone that was like a person that it was like a fleeting relationship. I don't know. Yeah. But I feel like I'm like that. I think. Bro, I do not want to bring a kid into this world with just anybody, bro. That's literally for life. For sure. But but the thing is, is that as, as I'm getting older, I'm realizing I think there's never a perfect time to have kids. And now that I have this house and I have some things in alignment, I'm like, I'm bored. I actually want to have a kid. See, and look, this is like, I say this also, but then it's like, I regret every time I say it because I feel like it's very like, what's the word? Like insensitive. But like sometimes, bro, I just be like, not I want to be a single mother, but just like give me my kid and just leave me the fuck alone. Honestly, Mexico. But that's fucked I up feel you. No, I actually think lately, and this is a really sad destination that I've arrived to in my mind. I feel like there's no man that I actually can even be with permanently. Like I'm so used to my own space that the idea of actually getting married and having like a real, real relationship is so fucking far fetched that it's so much easier for me to be like, I'm just going to get pregnant and have a kid. And that's so sad. And I never wanted to be in that place, but I really feel like that's where I'm at. Like truly where even like the people that I know the best like, I just feel like I look at them. I'm like, you don't have any y'all friends are full that doesn't sh- have kids. No, I like, have a lot of friends I'm that saying, don't have I kids. Seem like, no, like men friends. No, I, ha- I have ma- I have male friends that don't have kids. So like, I seen this thing. It was like a long time ago, and it was like these two lawyers basically that told their friends like how they always wanted fucking kids, but they never wanted like a baby dad or a baby mm-hmm. mom. And so they're like, oh, like you need to meet this guy. Like y'all talk the same. So they like met, and they were both lawyers. So they basically like made a whole like contract of like. The baby, basically. No, that's crazy. And they, like, had the baby, and it was, like, cool. Like, they were just friends. So it was never, like, no expectation, no, like, toxic shit. It was literally just, like, he's with you these days, this day, this holiday. But I feel like that's so, like, 
That's not going to happen for me. Yeah. I want I want someone who loves me ideally and I don't know. The, the problem is is that even the men – so this is how I feel like – I'm going to be completely honest. I feel like I'm so kind of pseudo-desperate but at the same time not desperate because every time I could get pregnant by somebody, I'm like, I'm either taking a plan B or like pull out or something. Like we're going to be safe. But in my mind, I'm like – I envision having kids with people that I barely know, but the problem is that you wait. <laughs> no, but the problem is that like you barely know you barely know someone until you've really known them for almost like a year at least. Every time I get to a year with someone, they turn crazy. Yes, and so, I'm not being funny. So literally, the, they're yeah. cool as fuck. In the year, they so right. So switch. the idea of like, as I have turned thirty and entered this like pseudo desperate phase in my life where I'm like okay maybe I'll have a kid with this guy that I literally don't even fucking know I have to remind myself like this is a probably a really bad idea and I still have a good five years so let me just relax right I don't know it just seems like a bad idea honestly there's been a lot of times where I could have had a kid and I just never felt like it was the right time I don't know I don't know, but I do think that there's something about being in the South that makes you feel like it's psycho for not having a child when you're in your, when you're 30. Yeah, no, it's definitely the South. Cause like, but I think I, that, you, I live in California and over there, bro, you're 30 with no fucking kids. You're like a goddess bitch. You're like walking around like a fucking, you're like, you're like, not, not your like prime time. Well, it's weird because women like, I think men look at women in their early 20s as kind of this, like, free-for-all, oh, they don't want anything serious. Bro, like, every time I watch that Fresh and Fit podcast, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but, like, they always say a girl's prime is, like, the, what, the early, like, 20s to 25 or something. Is that but what they say? I literally don't watch they, it. Shout out to Fresh and Fit, though. <laughs> it actually, like, makes me sick to watch. <laughs> like, I can't watch it. No, they But I love that. being Every time it. they say that, every time they say the um 22, I'm 22. Like my whole life, I swear to god, like I've always thought like prime was like 30. Like 30. I always thought prime was 30. I feel like That's prime like, is low key 30-ish 30 because okay, you let me like your money right. Let me tell you why. Yes. You're a fucking grown woman. Let body, me tell you right? why. Right. So like and this is weird, but honestly, life has like brought you to a place I think when you're 30 that you kind of you have way more insight than you ever have, but at the same time, you're still relatively young and hot. And you, but you have, for the most part, your money like in order. Home, I feel like. You're better than you've ever been, I think, when you're 30. But I think when you're, once you start hitting your mid 30s, it, it does start to go downhill. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you also feel the pressure of that. Yeah. And it is a lot of pressure. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. But I mean, I think everybody is different. Like when I was in my early 20s, I was definitely not. I think I've been in a lot of, like, abusive relationships. So, like, I'm not abusive, but I honestly feel like I can't get a man because I'm, like, bruh, I don't, I'm not even controlling, but, like, I'm a control freak. Like, like I control myself so well that I have to have someone, like, smart enough to give that control to to let you, like, lead me if that's what, it, like, you know. But guys are so dumb, I feel like. Well, it, I think it depends who you go for. Like, for oh, example, yeah, my type is, like, the... Like, I need to stop, but I don't oh, know how. Let's not even get into time. But it, no, but it's like, I think it depends. Because I have, I've had men. I was actually on Instagram Live earlier. I was Bro, telling you know my whole life story. About shit? Like, this is like so, this is so like shallow. But like height, like, bro, if you're 5'9", I'm going to bitch you. 
Like, yeah. I'm going to treat you like it's a girl. It's so funny because one of my favorite men of all time is, like, 5'9". And I love but him But see, forever. that's, like, the thing. Is every time I'm, like, around... Oh, bro. But that's because he's, like, an alpha in other ways. And, like, he's, yeah? Yeah, he's, like, put... Like, he... I don't know. Yeah. But... <laughs> I can't. No, but, like... So I can't. Like, no, with people that are, like, like five... Okay, 5'9". I'm going to say short, but, you know, I'm, like, 5'4". But, like, people, like, 5'9", or, like, short or whatever, I always friends on them. But yeah. they end up being my best fucking friend. They might be cute as fuck, and I just love them. But I can't like you're you can't be my man. Like you, you just can't. But right. you're my best friend though. And sometimes I'll even like really love them. Like I'll really like low key start getting feelings for them. But like I'll never look at them just like because that. of their height or because yes. you kind of really. It's a height thing, but it's like I told see you Mexico as you get older, so your desperation ticks in, and you start. No, I, I've already started. Like up. okay, you're five nine, five ten, like. I can deal with it, but like, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I went on a date with somebody last night, and like, the whole time is like the height. But how, so here's my thing how the date was initiated is very important. Like, if the date, because like, this is why, like, I literally wanna kill myself every time I open a dating app, because there's something that feels so desperate and sad about going on Hinge or something like that. Like, it just feels <laughs> so. That's how I met. <laughs> No, but okay, but that, no, but I'm on Hinge, but like I literally cannot bring myself to meet up with a single soul off of that shit because it just makes me physically ill that I'm that desperate, even Bro, though I am, I, but okay. I'm not. I really but, don't. I really don't link with people off there because people are but, weird and shit. But a first date where you already kind of know the person, you kind of met them in real life, you kind of got the vibe, or like you saw that you had mutual friends or something like that. I feel like that's a, like the vibe of the first date matters a lot yeah, yeah, sure. of how you met or like how who like how did he ask you out like. I don't know. No, I think it matters more than height. Last night, we matched on Tinder, and then he was cool. Like, okay, I think, you know how I told you I have, like, bad social anxiety? Like, bro, I don't know how to meet people in real life no more. Like, it sounds really bad, but, like. I don't think anyone knows how to meet I people can, in real life. If I can, like, link with you online or, like, follow you, and then you DM me, and we DM for, like, hours and hours on end, like, going back and forth, I'm like, dang, what the fuck? Like, I could be driving. I'm still going to text you back. I could be at fucking Sam's Club. I'm still texting you back. But I'm like, dang, we've been talking all fucking day. I think I love him. I think I want to marry him. Like, dead ass. Yeah, so That's same. how my brain goes. No, literally like, the same. Shit, sure. Like, yeah. the whole, that, bro, I love that shit. And some people be like, bro, I had someone on Tinder, like, match with me, whatever. And they were like, oh, my God, uh, you're so beautiful. Do you want to be my girlfriend? FaceTime me. And they send me their number. And I'm just like, Bleh. Like, that's so, ugh. Like, that's so gross. Yeah. Wait, because they asked you to FaceTime them, or? Just, like, off rip. Like, just yeah. send me your number. Like, ew. ew no. yeah. But then this other guy, he talked to me, like, in the, like, Tinder DMs, like, in the messages on there for, like, four hours. Like, he never asked for my number. He never, like, we were just going back and forth about, like, where do you work? What do you do? This and that. And I'm just like, okay. Like, I feel like he has substance. Like, he could talk about it. Interesting. Things. See, for me, that's a huge turnoff because I feel like if a guy has so much time to just talk to, I actually imagine but somebody. But it doesn't have to be, like, this man was back like, and forth, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I text you, like, like every hour type shit. Like, I'll text you here and maybe an hour and a half ago back. Okay, but if a guy, if a guy texts me back, like, right away off of a date. Like, there was only one guy, actually, that I really started talking to off of Hinge. Turns out he had no crib, no car, no nothing. Really? Everything was in the shop. I was like, Dang, <laughs> he's I like, can that. you drive to me? Like, I'm like, no, I'm not talking. No. But anyway, I'm sure he's a nice person, but... He, like, the couple times that we talked, it was just, like, he was texting me, like, so much right away. And it just felt like a red flag that he was so available. I don't know. It seems no, like I get that. a turn off um, when somebody is trying to talk to me all the time. I, to be honest, I haven't even linked up with, like, that many people from Tinder. Probably, like, really. So, wait, what's really your favorite dating app? Tinder or Hinge? Tinder. Or, really? Why? Yeah. Why is Tinder better? Because I feel like it's just, like low-key to the point really like, yeah like to the point in what way are people like i just want to fuck or like i just want to 
like the profile setup. Like I feel like Hinge is so much like questions and like filling shit, and people are bullshit that shit. Yeah, like, Hinge is a. I feel actually like Tinder. They literally just post like you could tell from the pictures, bro. If it's like a douchebag guy, he'll literally post like his fucking abs with like the V cut, and I'm just like, ew, <laughs> like not not. So my have type. you met people off of Tinder recently no. that you actually think are quality people? Mm. The guy I met last night was actually, like, really cool. He just, like, wasn't my... Do you find that people on Tinder or whatever dating app, like, they're almost, like... I don't want to sound cocky, but I feel like when I... Like, they're, like, fans almost or something. Like, they just start being super weird. Yeah, low-key, yeah. Yeah, I feel that, yeah, for sure. Like, I feel like that's why I can't... I'm not famous. I'm not that lit, but, like... I kind of... Okay, look, okay. Like, being honest, I feel like I do do that. Like, certain people... I okay, certain people I like don't want them to see my Instagram and see my like stripper side and this yeah, and that. there's guys but who really like other are people fans. though. I'll be like, bro, he's fucking cute. Like, if he goes on my shit and sees me, like, bro, I know I'm bad. Like, he's gonna get stuck. So I'll just be like, yeah, just I don't like, just follow me on t- or on Instagram or whatever. Like, we could talk on there or like we'll like go back and forth and they'll ask for my number and I'll be like, um, just like. I'll send it to you in my DMs on Instagram. Interesting. And I'll send them there. And then I'll send them there and they'll be like, oh, so you dance. And it kind of fucks me up. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like a game I'm playing with myself. Because then it's like, after that, they'll be like, oh, like, I have a thing for strippers. I love-. And I'm just like. Nobody's ever said that to me. Ever. People, no, people tell me that. Like, oh, I've, I've dated strippers before. My ex was a stripper. My first, like, bro, I don't give a fuck about your first love being a stripper. Right. Like. I just. Yeah. But I feel like I just, like, know I look bad, like, on my socials and shit, so I send them there, but then it's, like, kind of, like, sucks, because then they don't really give a fuck about me, they just care about how I look. Yeah, I almost avoid giving people my socials, but at the same time, I think I have... But when you're bad as fuck, and you, bruh, you, of all people, bitch, your socials, Chanel, fucking yachts, fucking, like, you look like that bitch. Like, I, I am that like, bitch. I, you are, but I'm saying, though, like... <laughs> I'm not, you, but I am. You can see that shit, though. Like, if you send a guy there, bro, here's, like... No, but here's... No, he no, no, gotta no. be on some shit, though. Yeah, but no, but he... He can't no, be, like, a little... But here's the thing, is that most guys are either intimidated or they're, like, fans, in a way. Yeah, I see, yeah, Or literally, I like, that. and this is why, actually, one of the reasons why I stopped going to the club as much, because I realized I couldn't be on the type of time that I was on before of, like, fucking with kind of anybody that came in because I literally had guys who came into the club and they were, like, they would, like, grab me and be, like, can I buy you a drink? Like, whoop, whoop, whatever. I'm, like, okay, of course. Like, in, when I'm in the club, I'm drunk as fuck already. Like, <laughs> I'm, whatever. You know where I fuck up a lot, too? No, but wait. They, they would be, like, I don't know who you are. I'm, like, okay, cool. I don't, in my mind, I'm, like, I don't know who the fuck you are. They're, like, I don't, they're, like, no, I really, I don't know who you are. I'm, like, okay. And then they'll be, like, I saw you on No Jumper. Jesus fucking Christ. Now I can't. Like, like this is yeah. so... Now we've, like, crossed over a boundary where, like, I don't even trust you. Like, yeah. are you a fucking... Co- like, I don't... We're not... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this that. is super weird. So, like, I'm just gonna go. Yeah. I feel that. See, but look. I feel like, also, my, like, strip club game is a lot different from other people. Like, I don't really walk around the club and be like hey you want to dance right. like, i've never really done that because i'm really shy to be honest and i hate when i tell so what that. is your game how do you make bro money? i literally hit up like people that have been on my instagram since i was really like, i swear to god people that have been following me since like 14 15 13 like waiting for me to be legal i'll be like oh like who wants to come see me at the club today and just fucking flood of dms and then like you know how you were telling me earlier about kind of like Instagram or like internet friends? Yeah. Like they're not really friends, but it's just like someone that literally like you've been talking to. And they, yeah, somebody that you've been following. When you, or yeah, when you like follow that, them yeah. and they actually like post their family and shit, you kind of like 
Bro, you see their fucking kids grow up and shit. So I was like, bro, I know you have a family. Like, I know, like, little shit about you. So it's like, I don't really think you're going to, like, fucking kidnap me. Which, that's really naive to think of like, like that. But No, that's you're right, though. But, yeah. So I literally just hit up people from there that have been following me for, like, years and years. That I've been, like, going back and forth with. And I just set up, like, like a 3, 5, and 7 p.m. And, like, I kind of have so appointments. Funny. And I'll work, like, one day and, like, hit that. That's and what then, I do, but it's a very yeah. different. Yeah. But see, then I also fuck that's up too crazy. because any any like little fan or any person that's like try to date me or like DM me and be like, oh, you want to go on a date? I kind of not even turned into a gold digger, but like I've let the club become like a safe place for me, and it doesn't need to be that. Like I tell people, like, okay, just come and meet me here, like mm-hmm. for the first time. The club like, is a safe place in a lot is, of ways. It is, but though. it's like. It fucks me up, though, because it's like, bro, they're coming in there and seeing, like, hella bitches, which I'm bisexual, so that kind of doesn't help, because now they're like, oh, like, you want to... Like, no, bitch, I didn't bring you here for that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I brought you here because there's drinks, my fucking security, I know, like, if you look weird and I'm leaving with you, they're going to be like, Mexico, we've never seen you It's way safer. The club is way better. Like, even if you, theoretically, like, if you're going to, like, fuck somebody in the club or you're going to do something, like, there's so many more boundaries that are established because you're in the club. Yeah, that's like what, what the fuck else are you supposed to do? They're gonna come to your fucking house. They're gonna know your address. Exactly. You're gonna go to a hotel yeah. where it's like there's exactly. no no nobody watching you. Like the club is so much better. Yeah, so I send a lot of people like there, but then it's kind of like a dead end for me though, cause like bro, I've taken I've taken like a lot of people's like strip club virginities, and like I don't know, like I feel like low key, okay, like low key, like confession. I feel like I've like low key like fucked up some good guys like i feel like i've met some like really good like genuine guys i wouldn't guys feel bad that like they I were gonna get fucked up anyways. you know what i'm saying i feel like i like introduced them to like they'll be like oh like i've never been to a club and i'm like it'll like it'll be cool just come and see me like one time That's and so then funny. they'll like come and see me and then like somewhere down the line it just doesn't like click or work out and then i'll see them and they literally like their whole life is like club strip club going really yeah like I feel no like but that, here, like, here's the thing mexico if it wasn't you it was gonna be somebody else yeah like, that's what i'm saying and and they should have known going in that it wasn't gonna click and work out in the long term yeah. like there's something beautiful about your for me honestly there's something beautiful about the relationships that i have within within the club like i have a few really good people that like, I genuinely fuck with, I think we, we have, like, a beautiful chemistry in those moments. I don't know what that would look like in the real world. Right. But you have to know going in that, like, it's a temporary relationship. Yeah, for sure, for sure. No, bro. This guy, dang, I don't even know what I should say, but there was this guy, and, like, we hadn't never did anything, but he, like, low-key started asking me, like, like, his his significant other couldn't have kids so oh, he shit. like low-key started hinting at it to me but we never had did stuff before now that's crazy so that men are like, so wild like that that's crazy when men yeah. literally will be trying to get you pregnant and they don't even fucking know you it's like can you like, just relax this is a, this is a southern thing men in new york they'll pull up to your crib the next morning with a plan b with eight plan b's like and they'll make they'll watch <laughs> you take that shit i swear men here will be like Okay, we met twice. Like, let I'm about to nut in you. I swear bro, to God, like no, that bro. shit is so when crazy. When I was like 18, my I used to work at um no when I was like 17, I used to work at DTLR and like I had this manager there and she used to tell me how she would like she had a fr- bleep that out. But <laughs> we're good. <laughs> she used to tell me that she had a friend basically that would like basically like, have sex with guys and then she would ask them for like abortion money and they would send her like four or five hundred dollars and shit and I'm like. I looked at her That's so crazy. So dirty. But, but karma is no, gonna get you. I was young though, and I was like I was young though, and I was like, bro, like, 
my mind has never even went there to even like think to do shit like that like you know the crazy thing is like girls do that's like a light that's light that's literally light work like i know, I know girls who'll be like I, like girl okay why do bitches love saying that they're pregnant i, I know girls know. who literally will be like i'm pregnant like i'm about to have this child unless you like do this, this that like all this shit like that's so but the crazy guys, to the guys me. Guys do it though. They'll send over the five six hundred. Like I don't know. Because bro. of course they're like, bitch, get the abortion. Yeah, but I'm saying if I was a man though, I would pull up. Like how you're saying, bro, I would pull up and be like. But don't you, you know? But shit? don't you know when like like I'm sorry. I I know I have like three male listeners, so like I'm really not speaking to anybody. Actually, I just saw my TikTok analytics. Literally ninety eight percent of my followers are female. So honestly, beautiful. But if I like. Guys, don't you know when you're getting someone pregnant? Like, maybe I'm literally infertile, but, like, if a guy pulls out... I think about that, too. If a guy... I, I was pregnant one time, but I had a miscarriage. But if a guy pulls out, you're probably not going to get pregnant. There's also, like, three days in, like, your actual cycle as a woman where it's, like, a very high chance of getting pregnant. Right. So if a guy nuts in you in those times of, like, you're literally ovulating, yeah, you're probably going to get pregnant. You should take a fucking plan B or, like, not let the guy come inside you if you don't want to get pregnant. But for the most part, men, do you not realize, like, if you pulled out of a girl and she's claimed, or you were, like, whatever you did, and she's saying she's pregnant, like, she's probably fucking lying. She's probably fucking lying. It's not that easy. And you want the guys fucking hit bitches from the back. You're literally the only back, the only person back there with eyeballs seeing the shit. Right. Do you know if you did it or not? Cause nah, it's so crazy. Like I when I think it. about it, it just it's dirty. But anyway, wait, Mexico. Yes. It's about to cut us off in an hour. We can keep going, but also I want to ask you real quick. This is a very stupid question, but what is? I ask everybody that comes on my few guests, but <laughs> don't look at me like that. <laughs> if you can think of anything, what is the brokest thing that you've ever done? Me? Yeah. Oh gosh. Shit. It's a few, it's a few things. I mean, it, I don't know what the brokest shit I've ever done is, but I know I've like tolerated a lot of broke shit around me. Do you feel like you still live in like a broke mindset, even though you're like now you have money? Because I feel like sometimes Hell I still live yeah. in a broke no, mindset. I live in a broke ass mindset, but see, shit. Okay, shit is like way different for me. So like. My dad, when I was growing up, he was a truck driver. So he literally, like, paid for everything. Like, paid for everything. Like, I used to come home with shoes. Like, had his credit card. Like, I was one of them, like, little spoiled-ass kids. But my dad, he's, like, 50 now. And he's going blind from driving trucks so long. He can't see anymore. So now it's, like, so weird. Because before, it was, like, he was gone. And my mom was there. But, like, I kind of did whatever I want. Like, me and my mom, like, really fucking close. So I'd be like, bro, I'm going with my friends. Or, like, my friends would sneak out at 3 in the morning. I've never snuck out. But I would tell her, like, hey, they're sneaking out. Can I go? I'm telling you because I'm going to go anyway so you can know where I'm at. And she'd be like, okay. I'd be home in an hour. I'm going to call your dad. Like, I was always, like, scared of my dad. But now, since my dad's, like, going blind, I, like, help my mom with a lot of shit. But it's, like, weird because... I don't know, the dynamic just changed. Like, he's home every single second. And so he still right. feels like he has, like, the control and, like, the power over thing. Like, power over everything. But sometimes I'm, like... Like, I try not to be a bitch, but sometimes I'm, like, bro, like, you can't even see. Like, like you're right. literally, like, trying to sit here and tell me shit. And I'm, like, paying your bills. Like, I'm helping my mom right now. Like, and it's a lot of stress. Like, sometimes, bro, I even, like, vent to, like, my customers. And they'll tell me, like... That's what I'm saying. It's kind of like a... Like, it's... 
they need us, but like sometimes bro, I be needing them to. Vent. No facts. So, I actually enjoy talking to my customers so, like, way more than I enjoy talking to girls at the club. Like, a relationship, yeah. or, like a little thing with, yeah. I don't. That's like, why I literally don't talk to girls at the I'll club. I'll tell my customer and shit, and he'll tell me like, "You don't need to help them right now. You just need to focus on you. They'll understand." And he was like, "You're trying to set your life up right now. You can't worry about them." But then I'm like, "Dang, that's so fucking selfish." I feel like, cause like they made sure like everything was straight for me growing up, so it's like. Not even my dad, but I see my mom, like, just, like, struggling. So, I feel like I live, like, way under my means. And, like, I've always, like... But I could have rooms and leases and fucking apartments and cars and shit. But it's, like, I don't really want to sign myself up for that right now. Because it's, like, I feel like I have to, like, help them. 